Pushkin. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase and a member FDIC 2024 J.P. Morgan Chase and Co. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. Hi, everyone. It's Paul Muldoon. Before we get to this episode, I wanted to let you know that you can binge all 12 episodes of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, right now, ad-free, by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. Find Pushkin Plus on the McCartney, A Life in Lyrics show page in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away I'm Paul Muldoon. For a while now, I've been fortunate to spend time with one of the greatest songwriters of our era. And will you look at me? I'm going on tour. I'm actually a performer. That is Sir Paul McCartney. We worked together on a book looking at the lyrics of more than 150 of his songs. And we recorded many hours of our conversations. It was like going back to an old Snapshot album, looking back on work I hadn't ever analysed. This is McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. A masterclass, a memoir, and an improvised journey with one of the most iconic figures in popular music. In this episode, Yesterday. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. 
What you heard at the top of the episode was a supercut of yesterday covers, just a tiny fraction of the renditions that exist out there. The most covered song of all time, <clears throat> I think, perhaps, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the magic didn't just sort of end with our recording, but it sort of continued. Um, one of the fun things I, I said to, we had a publicist, a friend of mine, and I suddenly thought, 3,000 versions? I've never heard them. <laughs> so I said to him, get me the top ten. Mm. That'll do for now. Mm-hmm. So he got me... Sinatra. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. Elvis. There's a shadow hanging over me. Marvin Gaye. Yesterday came all too suddenly. Now, oh, why did she have to go? Ray Charles. Unbelievable people. Bruce Dungit. Oh God, this is incredible. But Sinatra, Elvis and Marvin Gaye all altered the lyric. I must have said something wrong Now I long for yesterday Because they were macho men they said, why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say, I must have done something wrong. Rather than I did something wrong. Yeah. Because I don't do things wrong. I'm right. Sinatra, I'm right. Elvis, I'm Marvin Gaye. I must have done something wrong. I loved that. It was like, disclaimer. I must have, must have said something wrong. Now I long, long. Covered by so many of the great artists of the 20th century and beyond, Paul McCartney's Yesterday has taken its place among the timeless standards of our age. So it's fitting that when the melody first came to Paul, he assumed the song had already been written by someone else. He was in his early 20s and living at his girlfriend Jane Asher's family home in London. Asher's house, mm-hmm. 57 Wimpole Street. I stayed there forever. Uh-huh. And it was only afterwards I thought, I never paid rent. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, like, that was a terrific, must have been a terrific boom to you, really, yeah, in really, terms of your career. It was, it was very good, yeah. It was uh-huh. very nice, yeah. The mum was a great cook and a fun lady and liked me. The father was an eccentric super-intelligent doctor. And the kids were my girlfriend, her brother Peter, Mm -hmm. and her sister Claire. So, you know, it was like the Barretts of Wimpole Street. The Barretts of Wimpole Street. The year is 1845. The place, London. The Barretts of Wimpole Street was a 1930 play about star-crossed lovers. It was so popular that during the course of McCartney's life, it was adapted for film, musical theatre and television. 
The action takes place in Elizabeth Barrett's bed-sitting room in her father's house at 50 Wimpole Street. The story is set on the very London street where McCartney lived with the Asher family for three years in the mid-1960s. The fact that it was in Wimpole Street was, you know, didn't go unnoticed. So it was this lovely family in this great old Georgian building in Wimpole Street. And, um, yeah, it was great. It was really nice. So they very kindly uh, let me stay in the upstairs, the attic room. Perfect for an artist. I managed to get a piano in there, Mm. a small, (laughs) sawn-off piano. Right. And I went to uh, sleep one night and dreamed a tune. Somewhere in my dream, I heard this tune. And um, when I woke up, I thought, oh, I love that tune. It's great. I love that one. The melody, lilting and grand, was clear in McCartney's mind, but he couldn't remember who had written it. Perhaps it was one of the classics he had heard in his childhood. What is it now? Is it... uh is it a Fred Astaire thing? Is it a cold porter thing? Is it... What is it? What is it? Well, so I kind of fell out of bed and the piano was right there, to the left of my bed. <clears throat> so I just sort of thought, well, I'll, I'll try and work out how this song goes. I wonder what it is. It's got to be some old standard um, that I've just heard years ago and I've, I've forgotten, forgotten it. So I, I worked out chords, and the two opening chords are kind of nice. I, I got very lucky there, so I didn't have to go to those chords. So it was just a melody, and I say I'd heard it in my head. It was very clear, and it was just. And in order to solidify it in my memory, I just blocked it out with some words, which was scrambled egg. Oh, my baby, I love your legs. No, 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 scrambled eggs. These uh, provisional lyrics, was that something you did quite a lot? Or was this rare? No, it wasn't really. It was a a kind of rare thing. Right. We we did that sometimes, but not often. Mm -hmm. Because you mainly were just sitting there writing the it, so you'd get your final lyrics. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your only lyrics. We never really revised our stuff. Mm -hmm. Alan Ginsberg, first thought, best thought. Right. Then he goes and revises every single (laughs) poem he ever wrote. But I like the theory. So I had this tune, and I think the first person I saw was John. I said, what's this? Been bugging me. What's this song? I think he'd even know it. Da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. I said, I don't know. I just thought of it. I dreamed it. It's like, he said, I don't know. I've never heard it. So then I went to George Martin. We must have been doing sessions. At the time, he'll know it, because he's got a much wider knowledge, as he would know. Mm. I said, what's this? Da, 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 da. I said, I don't know. What? I said, well, I don't know. I, I dreamed it. 
Anyway, after a couple of weeks of this, it became clear that no one knew it and it didn't exist, except in my head. And so uh, I claimed it. It's like finding it on the street. There may have been a degree of luck to McCartney waking up with this melody fully formed in his head. But if writing the song was like finding it on the street, all of Paul's musical influences, all the way back to his childhood, had paved the way. I've always loved good tunes. My dad played them on his piano. I listened to them. My cousin Betty introduced me to my funny Valentine. I loved sort of classic pieces that I would hear. I would love Chica Cheek, Fred Astaire. All these things I just thought, these are classics. Heaven, I'm in heaven. And my heart beats so that I can hardly speak. And I seem to find the happiness I seek When we're out together dancing cheek to cheek Heaven, I'm in heaven That me back to heaven So I'd, I'd, I had a lot of information in my head of those tunes. Um, my dad just the New Year's Eve. And that would be three hours of songs. And they pretty much didn't repeat them. Just did them all evening. So all that info was in my head. It was magical. Yesterday was definitely magical. People, people have said to me, do you believe in magic? And I say, I have to, because of that song. I have to. How the hell did that come into my brain? Now, if you, if you really want to try and work it out, I think I'd loaded my computer so strongly with Teacher Jake, Stardust, When I Fall in Love, these beautiful songs I'd heard all <clears throat> my childhood. I mean, I can still remember standing in the kitchen of Fourthland Road and hearing When I Fall in Love by Nat and Cole. As I was reaching for an HP bottle. <laughs> and thinking, my God, this is good. This is class. When I fall in love It will be forever Or I'll never fall in love so, you know, that's all, that's all I can think, is right. that all of that data, to use modern terminology, had gone into my very sophisticated computer, the human brain, right. had jumbled up, done all this sort of stuff, and somehow, as a dream, it just tumbled out this song. Suddenly. I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, and yesterday came suddenly Small business owners, this one's for you. 
Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. Member, FDIC, Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan Chase & Co. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Usually, McCartney's lyrics have come to him along with his melodies in a flash of inspiration, almost all at once. The lyrics of the tune he dreamed, however, required more conscious deliberation. And I went with Jane Asher um, to Portugal on holiday, mm -hmm. and it was a hot, so dusty day, and we landed in Lisbon. <clears throat> we took a car ride, three, four hours, down to Albufeira mm -hmm. on the coast. Mm -hmm. And we were going to stay at Bruce Welch's house. Mm -hmm. It was his flat. They were very generous guys. And they, this I was knew. The shadow, the, he was in the shadows. The shadows he was in yes. Cliff Richard's mm -hmm. shadows. I remember him, yeah. And so I'd met Bruce a few times. He said, if you ever want to, I don't know. He was like, you kidding? What, you let me have your flat? God. Um, so we were heading down to it, and so I had a lot of time in the back of the car doing nothing, just sort of swaying around, and you didn't have iPads or iPhones, thank God. You just had your, yourself. So I'm just looking at the countryside. It was very hot and very dusty, I say, and um, 
sort of half asleep. But I, one of the things is that I like to do when I'm when I'm in that mode is to. I've got plenty of time now to try and think. Okay, scrambled eggs, ba ba ba. What what can that be? Da da da. Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. Hey, here's a question: How do you know when it's right? How I think you, you know? try enough stuff that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Scrambled eggs is wrong, mm-hmm. and you try punctually. Sounds like punching someone. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, no, it's not right. Yesterday, okay, you've got it. It just slots in like a, a slot machine. You know, yeah, that, that's that's the word to use. And also, a word like yesterday suddenly implies longing. And sadness. I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. And I also remember thinking, people like sad songs. I remember sort of thinking, I like sad songs. People like sad songs. It's kind of you know, it's 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 a place where we can put our sorrow. A sad song, for the three minutes it lasts, you know. I suppose the more you've done, the more difficult it is. I mean, do you feel that that... Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think so. You know, it's like how much gold can you find in a mine? Endless supply? Mm. Well, there is an endless supply, but the quality of it may not be quite Mm. as fine as the original vein. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter because I had the original vein and I'm still enjoying digging it up just as much. By the time McCartney and Asher reached Bruce Welch's flat in southern Portugal, Paul had completed the lyrics. When I got to Bruce's house, he said to me a couple of years ago, he said, don't, don't you remember? So you said, have you got a guitar? Have you got a guitar? Have you got a guitar? He said, well, yeah, he said, but you're a lefty, aren't you? It's right, isn't it? I said, yeah, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Because I was used to turning them upside down because I worked with John a lot. So I had to grab mm-hmm. his guitar and I could, so I could play upside down, so could he. So I grabbed this thing and I, I know the chords because I'd written them on the piano. So I go, oh, wait a minute. So I just had an idea coming down. So he said, you sang it for me. He said, and that was the first public performance ever of yesterday. You sang it to me in my flat in Albufeira. And I played it when I, I got back to England on my own guitar and completed the middle eight. I said something wrong now I love for yesterday. The lyrics of yesterday tell a story of loss, the way heartbreak can make us nostalgic for a happier past. Given the subject matter, it's even more remarkable that McCartney was so young when he wrote it. I was 24, uh-huh. <laughs> so after that, it's 12. Yeah. But, um, you know, so world-weary, right. these lyrics. It's brilliant. <laughs> I'm not half the way I used to be. God, 
It's been a hard life. Uh, mind you, it had, uh, because I'd lost my mother, mm -hmm. um, sort of 10 years before that. And some did suggest to me that this was mm -hmm. a losing my mother song, mm -hmm. which I always sort of said, no, I don't think so. But, you know, what you think about it, why she had to go, I don't know, she wouldn't say. Losing your mother to cancer, and no one said anything. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. Of course know. not. It wasn't, simply wasn't discussed. We didn't know no. what it was at all. Why she had to go, I don't know, she wouldn't say. She had to go? Why? I don't know. Did I say something wrong? You know, and it may be, because there's so much tumbled into your youth. Of course there is. Uh, and your formative years, that you can't appreciate it all. Sometimes it's only in retrospect you can appreciate it. And you look. I remember very clearly one day feeling very embarrassed because I embarrassed my mum. We were out in the backyard and she talked posh compared to her because she was of Irish origin and she was a nurse. So she was above street level. So she had something sort of going for her and she would talk which we thought was a little bit posh. And it was a little bit Welshy as well. She had connections, her Auntie Dillis was Welsh. And so she talked a little bit this, and I remember she said something like, Paul, will you ask him if he's going to? I went, ask, ask, it's ask, mum, you know. And she's got, got a little embarrassed. I remember later thinking, God, I wish I'd never said that. And it stuck with me, mm -hmm. you know. Even, even after she died, I thought, oh, fuck, I really wish. I've got a couple of those little things that I know the people would forgive me because they're not big things. Of course not. They're little things, but they're little things that I just think, if I could just take a rubber, just rub that little moment out, it'd be better. Um, and when she died, I wonder, I said something wrong. I'm like, are we harking back to that crazy little thing? I said something. But um, yeah, so so uh, I don't know. These uh, does this happen? Do you find yourself unconsciously putting songs into girl lyrics that are really your dead mother? Mm -hmm. And what do you think? I suspect it might be true. Yeah, mm. I think so. Quite. It, it sort of fits if you look at the lyrics. Love was such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday mm -hmm. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. 
Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase, NA member, FDIC, 2024, J.P. Morgan Chase & Co. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. When it came time to record yesterday, McCartney opted for simple but striking orchestration with the help of George Martin. It was just me and guitar, solo, me and guitar. And George Martin said it would be really good to try a string quartet. And I very firmly said, no, we're a rock combo. (laughs) (laughs) So... George being very smart and wonderful and having the best bedside manner of any producer you would ever want to meet, said, well, let's try it. And if you don't like it, we'll take it off. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's fair enough. So we did, we tried it. And I remember sitting up in the control room and hearing it and going, oh my God, George was so right. It lent a, a, a depth to the song and it sort of made it seem kind of important and um, so I I really liked it and we said of course you will keep it and um, what I loved was then George would then say well if we voiced it for a string quartet that note would go there down there on the cello and this middle note in the chord would come here the viola then this next note higher up would go to the second violin and the sort of top note will go to the top violin. So he spread it out and he said, you know, that's how Bach would have voiced it. Yes. And I thought, wow, it's like a revolutionary idea because our chords are always within one octave. Right. Rock and roll chords, just play the whole chord straight um, as a clutch kind of thing. Yes. And um, so he'd spread it out and that was a bit of a, an eye-opener to me. Oh, yesterday came 
suddenly. Relying as it does on Paul's voice, his guitar. Yesterday was the first Beatles song that featured just one of the band members. Thank you, thank you very much. We'd like to carry on now with a song from our new album in England, and it'll be out in America shortly. And it's a song with featuring just Paul, and it's called Yesterday. One of the things that makes it such a great song, surely, is that it's presented in simple terms, but it's a very complex personality that's describing, let's say, his predicament. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm pretty complex character. <laughs> you know, you don't come from being a schoolboy in Liverpool to where I am now without some complexity. Mm-hmm. Sneaking in somewhere. Sure. Rather like yourself, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very simple. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, of so, course. Uh, yeah, but the song, you know, I think the thing that you want to try and get is complex simplicity or simple complexity. You you want it to seem easy. And yet, if, if anyone gives it a second thought, you want there to be a little bit of depth in it. You know, we're talking about the magic of this, the in a strange way, the ease of it. What do you make, though, of those who believe, as many seem to, that writing a song actually must be a pretty simple thing to do? That it must be simple to do. Uh, yeah, the simple thing. Well, let's not, see, not that it's simple. Let's, let's see them do it. Though. Yeah, well, exactly. I think that's, I mean. that's fair enough. Um, no, I think the thing about it is if you, if you write good songs and, and you make it look easy, mm. what, what you don't want to forget <clears throat> is what went on before all the stuff that you put into it before you tried to write the song. I was looking at a Cezanne exhibition with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and the first picture in it was an academic drawing he'd done, almost photographic, beautiful yes. male nude, and it is like <sighs> jaw dropping. Yeah. Then, as you go through, he appears to go off. Sure. And in the end, you come out, and my friend came out thinking he couldn't draw for toffee. He said, Why didn't he stick with that? Mm. He ended up with the bathers. And if you look at the drawing on that, it would appear to be hopeless. I mean, it's, you know, someone would say, I could could definitely do better than that. This is what happens. But everyone who goes to an academy can pretty much do that. Mm -hmm. Because they have to, to to get the degree. But what he goes on to do, based on that skill, Mm -hmm. is something else. And I think that's what I'm talking about. I'm not aligning myself with Suzanne, but um, I think there's a lot goes into it before you arrive at the song. All the little songs you whistled as a kid, all the little poems you read, all the little poems you made up, mm-hmm. all the little things you did, and now you're going to write a song, and you do it, and it seems very easy. But it's easy because there was a lot of stuff went before. Yesterday 
All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly. Yesterday. From the Beatles' 1965 album, Help. In our next episode, McCartney responds to a dare from the actor Dustin Hoffman. Picasso's last words, drink to me. Next time on McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. McCartney, A Life in Lyrics is a co-production between iHeartMedia, MPL and Pushkin Industries. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you catch Season 3 of This is Digital? Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including digital lessons from the EV revolution and the chief digital officer's role in disruption and culture, featuring guests like Ekta Chopra of Elf Beauty and Tyson Jomini of J.D. Power. Do you have a digital mindset? Find out by checking out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today.